All right, welcome to Legend of Lane's podcast. This welcome. Week... You want to say anything? No? Okay. I just said welcome. Well, all right, so this week we have our second of three preseason episodes where we're going to talk about some of the um, changes that have happened in preseason. Uh, Haymont's not here this week. He'll probably be back next week. Uh, good luck on yeah. your test, Haymont. Good luck on your test. We're rooting for you, probably. No, we are. We are. <laughs> well, I am. I don't know about Anthony. Historically, rough as a friend, but we'll find out. Um, I could always use another engineer in my circle. Why? Why not? They solve problems. Another person to approximate gravity is 10? Disgusting. Oh, God. That sounds like an awful way to do things, but okay. That's what engineers do. On to League of Legends. Yeah, okay, my bad. Oops. <laughs> We're going to start off with a, a breaking news story that has happened two days ago. Zion Spartan is back after a long hiatus I actually, from the game. wait, really? I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> Zion Spartan is back after a long hiatus of the game after a, a, a tournament victory with CLG. He went, he disappeared forever. You're replaced him with person. this man named Darshan. You're a bad <laughs> What? Wait, wait, wait. I don't. What's what are you talking about? What's happening? Uh, Zion Spartan's back. <laughs> what? Did you not know Zion Spartan is a different person from Darshan? <laughs> Did he change his name again? Yeah, he changed his name back. Why? When? What? Hang on, Matt. Your camera's lagging. Can you just turn it on off real quick? How's this? Better. All right. So, I did he actually change his name back? I yes. legit didn't hear about this. Why? There's, there's a link to it in the topic sheet. Bold of you to assume I read that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He just. I skimmed it. No, <laughs> I actually didn't notice that. Uh, from the, the he put out like a little video, and it seemed like, the, like the, he changed it back because he the reasons he changed it before he doesn't totally agree with anymore. So. Like, he thought it was kind of immature, but at the same time, he now realizes it's kind of part of, like, the culture of, uh, games. To have your own, like, random-ass name that has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the video, yeah, but I can hear you. So, I don't know, I, I, I like this name, because it has a gigantic meme about a teacher attached to it, and... Yeah, and he's still great. in high school, no, so... <laughs> Oh, it was the, that, that had to be one of the best things about early league was that like him and Pob were still like in high school playing for the LCS. It was great. I loved it. I like that the GGS video or the Golden Guardian. Whoa, the Golden Guardians video had the fucking teacher in it. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a cut from the original. Even his teacher calls him Zion Spartan video. It is. But regardless, great addition. Loved it. Great. This is great marketing for Golden Guardians. They're really stepping it up. Not with R. the R.I.P. Anyone so who bought much. a Darshan jersey to have like two days later. <laughs> a Zion, Did they sell Darshan jerseys for him? I don't know, but they showed a Zion. I I fucking hope someone got destroyed like that. That's so sad. Press F. Goodbye, Darshan. Anyway. Hello, Zion Spark. I didn't even. Just gonna keep gambling in my chat the whole show. Yeah, but I didn't even put in a. You didn't put in money. Yeah, oops. I'm not putting in any money. I'm putting in dogs. <laughs> uh, 
Ugh, fuck you. Um, okay, that's really good news. I'm happy to hear about it, and I wish I paid attention to that. I just started with map changes and worked my way down. I really did. But I really, How truly did, did that? not. That's a super good question. There's a big-ass Reddit link at the top, and I was just like, not going to look at the first two bullet points. <laughs> I don't know what happened. All right, um, all right, all right. I can the... only apologize. On to the real things that we're going to talk about. We got... An empty can of soda falling over. <laughs> Unhealthy. We got a lot of map changes. Look that at came. You, look at who's talking, first of all. <laughs> a lot of map changes that happened this preseason. We had some elemental tricks. We had some alcove changes on the either either side of the rift. We have a couple of new bushes added. There's only two new bushes added. Uh not counting it. Ocean Drake. Uh, then we had a bunch of changes to Harold as well. We had some lane XP changes, jungle spawn timers, jungle XP changes, lethality items, support items, AD carry items. I don't think there was any AP item changes at all. Uh, they've been trying to change them, and they said they'd change them during offseason, but they didn't. And we had basically four new champions come in this uh, uh, offseason, kind of counting Diana, because that change to her was actually kind of big. Uh, we got Senna, Aphelios, and Set. New champions added to this game. There's a new jungler coming next, but I'm not sure that's going to happen for at least two Well, months. no, next is... um Jungler. The f- no. no, the next are the changes. The Fiddlesticks? The fi- it's Fiddle, then Volley, then the new jungler. I thought they put out Volley further. I don't. I don't, I didn't see a concrete date on Volley there. I didn't see a concrete date on Volley, but when I watched the video earlier today, I believe they said they're doing the VGUs, and then after the after the fiddle and then Volley, then they're just focusing on new champions. But up next, are no, the two they're doing another vote too. That's a yeah, but that's for the vote one comes out in twenty twenty one. It's the like same. the vote champion the champion is released in 2021 when but we right. vote on it this year it's, I mean, it's the same thing with uh fiddle and volley but i'm just but they're not coming out there's also a wukong change next. that's on the pbe right now <laughs> true but <laughs> next is fiddle and volley then a new jungler then the masked person all right so let's get into our uh, first uh topic of discussion dragons Draconis's Anthony and Anthony and I's favorite thing to flame junglers over not getting the uh, in the early to mid no, fuck your Gromp, fuck your Raptors. Take the Drake at level 4, you coward, and don't pick a jungler that can't, uh, or you will get flamed by one or both of us. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think? Um, I've I've mostly liked the changes, but not because of the, uh, the passive buffs that the Drakes give you, but because of the souls and the, the maps and the Elder change. That's basically mm-hmm. what I like about them. The passives to me, like they feel weaker and they should be because of the soul. But yeah. uh I I feel like they're so much more situational than they were before. And it makes it so e like prioritizing Drakes might actually be disadvantageous for my comp in a way. But Yeah, it, there are some comps where um I've been juggling a lot lately and I will feel like, oh, like if this if the last two drakes are infernal, then I really shouldn't be taking this early drake. <laughs> I should be waiting to get like three to four infernals because it would just be better. Like this t- comp would be really good with four clouds, but like you can't know. So like it's kind of, but there are definitely games where I'm like, oh, I feel like I wish I missed the first two drakes just so I could have gotten like even more out of, out of this. But 
I agree. I still like to just, uh, but that's so much of a gamble. I feel like you still yeah, have to just that, like. That's why, that's the... why I would never do it because you're not only competing for uh, the Drakes, you're competing for the soul. And mm-hmm. like, it, plus is the, is Infernal Soul worth two Infernal Drakes? Like. Yeah. And, and plus if you drop the first two, there's no guarantee you're just going to be able to like pick up the next four. Right? Yeah, like... If you drop the first two Drakes, you're probably behind by a lot or got a bunch of really bad steals. Yeah. Um, I I think the soul is very important for the way that these drakes work because if you remove the soul, it would probably be advantageous to give the other team whatever the first drake is if it's not like good for your comp. Yeah. Like if you don't have anyone who works well with cloud drake, which I think most teams should have at least one or two champions that do. Uh, earth drake definitely. There's there's many comps that would not have anyone that works with that. Uh, ocean drake. I, I feel less impactful with Ocean Drake in general. Like, I just never feel that it's happening. Uh, and then, what's the, f- the last one? Colonel, Ocean, Cloud. Did I touch all you, of them? You got all four. Okay. So it's. Like, I don't think you, like, explicitly mentioned Infernal, but it's just yeah, good to have extra yeah. AoE damage. More, more, well, yeah, there's also, there's never a full tank cop. That's just idiotic. If you run a full tank cop, you've, you've just. At least your ADC yourself. or mid laner is going to benefit probably your yeah. jungler. You should have, at minimum, two champions that benefit from that every single game reliably. Otherwise, your comp's awful. (laughs) Yeah. No damage. So, I I wish they were more impactful, but they can't be, and I get it. And if you took out the soul, you would have it so that it was... I feel like I'm I'm repeating myself, but soul's important. And it has a lot Mm -hmm. of cool effects. They... Uh, I honestly, Cloud Soul, don't really care that much. Just the reason it's important. I like it sometimes. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some champions where I really feel the. Uh, yes, on on like a few it. champions it's good, but I feel like even less champions that's good on than others because mobility is so ubiquitous in League of Legends. Having more move speed is often just like. Plus, it's just like as somebody who's been playing a lot of jungle, the ability to just move around the map faster than the enemy jungler is just really good. Right, like my ability to rotate more quickly um, with a cloud soul is just great. <laughs> well, sure, but it it doesn't really it doesn't really matter at that point. A lot of the no, time. it doesn't matter for like ganks, but it matters for like I was top clearing clearing the camps, and then there's a fight bot side, and then I can be there. Or oh no, they're doing or like oh we have to like set up for this or I just need to be in a different place. Like, it just is helpful. Because, like, even as the... I feel like even as the jungler, unless I'm on, like, Sejuani, I'm not just, like, camping with the team mid to late game. I'm, like, still moving around the map a fair amount, trying to get vision, help the support, secure vision of objectives, etc., etc. So it still feels impactful. Whereas, like, when I play AD carry, I don't give a shit about the movement speed because I'm usually just hitting the S key mid lane and waiting for the wave to come to me. So like, <laughs> I don't really need it, but like, when you have to move around the map, it's great. So so, I honestly think Mountain Drake is probably the weakest now. Like I used to love Mountain Drake all the time because it just gave so much more objective control. But now yeah. it's about tank, and mm. tanks are so bad in League of Legends. And having more resistance currently they suck ass. Having more resistances doesn't really help. There's only one good tank, and it's Orn. And sure, it's good <laughs> on Orn, but like. You have He's to broken. you have to build resistances to use the resistance bonus. So yeah. it's like, and I'm not really stacking armor on a like your marksman's not stacking armor. Are gonna get a GA 
and maybe uh what's it called or uh, a qss, yeah, a QSS. <laughs> like, like that's it or. those are the only two items that they that have resistances that they build your support's gonna like it because your supports a lot of supports are unless you have in. soraka karma uh, i mean they get a little bit in there right but like not as much but like your thresh and leonas are gonna like it um but like Senna doesn't give a shit. Your mid laner probably isn't getting much outside of Zonia's, right? Or Banshee's, like. And especially the soul. Matter. The soul is just a shield, and it definitely helps against poke comps. But it's not like I can spec towards it to counter a poke comp. I have to hope it happens. Absolutely. So it's like you just have to like win and win a fucking die roll, basically. Whereas Infernal, I'm just like yes every time. I want. Yeah, that. it's great everybody does it's good for everyone to do even if you're on a tank doing it just more gives damage you is an good extra damage instance you just and get it's an not based hit. on is it yeah and that's just good for everybody like okay like it's just good right like everyone wants to do more damage it doesn't hurt anyone to do more damage it's just uh it's extremely useful i do feel like i see infernal a lot less than the other ones i'm not i'm not getting right like i know really? it's probably random oh it's 100 like, random yeah, but like I actually feel like out of if I play like four games, I feel like I or not four games. If I feel like I play ten games, I feel like it's like four clouds, like three oceans, two mountains, and an infernal. Like I literally every fucking game I get cloud or ocean, which is fine. I, I, I get that feeling it's... too, actually. I was just thinking that when you said I'm like, you know, I do kind of feel like I only get clouds and oceans, and I'm like, God No, damn I it. know, right? Like when we play together, we only get clouds or oceans. Like we get infernals sometimes. <laughs> and like I like feel like I and then mountain feels like it's pretty up there. But like I feel like I actually get infernal way less. But it might just be like some stupid bias in my head because I'm an idiot or something. I don't know. So what do you think about ocean, ocean uh, soul? Like I don't even know what it does off the top of my head. It gives you more health regen and mana. Damage basically. You're in. It combat. gives you what? If you're like dealing damage, every so often it'll give you a a, a burst of healing. So Olaf's meta right now. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so Olaf and Ocean Soul are really good. Yeah. It's kind of scary. He can just kind of plow at you and never die. You know the TFT Olafs you see with two rapid fire cannons and like a. That's how I build Olaf. Anthony hates it. I'm out here with rapid fire cannons that's, and a fucking rabbitons. At the moment in real League of Legends, just what so, RFC? No, no, just Olaf yeah. carrying and running you down yes. and destroying your entire team by himself. Uh, I mean, honestly, outside of Olaf, it never feels all that impactful. I'm sure it's more impactful than it. it it's uh, a percentage of your total, so it's more impactful on bruisers and tanks. But again, it's something I don't notice because I don't like. Yeah, it, I'm paying attention to my health bar in a fight, but I'm not like. You never okay, get I was noticed at, if like, you get bursted or what? You you don't get noticed if you run in a, into a fight and get bursted out, or if you. But run even into if a fight I don't get bursted out, like I don't notice like the small changes because a lot of the character champions you play, I play, will have ways of gaining life anyway, so it's never clearly to me just like where there's a, a ad carry like throwing out heal or a redemption or something going on yeah. that i'm never like this bit of hp was from ocean soul it's hard like, to notice yeah. a lot of those effects if you're not 1v1ing and it's true i mean like i find it really easy to notice infernal because there's a different animation yeah, there's a giant explosion in front and of then <laughs> I, f I noticed the mountain too because i just noticed that i start a fight with a big ass shield right um Replay which is fine. And have two 
Whoa. Unlimited power. I don't give a shit. I don't play Malphite. I, I wish Malphite I did. Mid, apparently. <laughs> I, you did one time when they picked five ADs, but that's on them. Their ignorance. Anyway. Um, but Ocean, I mean, I'll even notice. I guess, like, I notice Ocean and Cloud less. Just I, because... I don't notice Cloud at all, but I notice it when I look at Lux's ultimate. Yeah, well, I notice it on my cooldowns. I don't notice it on, like, my move speed as much. Right? Yeah, because like, I, um, I don't know. Move speed doesn't feel impactful ever, almost. Unless, I, unless well, I'm at zero and then go to 100, I don't feel anything. Yeah, that's fair. I um, I really like it on Kane. I like going blue Kane with the Cloud Soul, and then you just, like, you moose, Mobies, wall walk. What? I'd walk away if I could. Disgusting. And then you get your Mobis, your Yumus going, your wall walk. Oh, you walk through the wall, you get the cloud AoE, and you're going at 9 million miles an hour, and then you fucking pop an AD carry, and you have your ult like 30 seconds later, and it's balanced. It's a good game. Um, that's fine, but most of the time I don't really notice it. Um, what I notice way more are the actual map changes. They affect how I play the game way more than the soul typically does. Like, if I just had the dragons, any of the four dragon souls on your typical summoner's rift, your unaltered summoner's rift, I wouldn't change how I play the game at all. No, I'm still would... prioritizing dragons. I'm still going for the soul, no matter what soul it is, almost. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean is, like, I'm never like, I have an earth soul, I gotta come through this angle, I gotta go around here, I got the cloud, I gotta come through the back. I'm like, no, I just have the soul, we're gonna team fight like we were team fighting before. What really changes how I play are the changes in the alcoves, the new bushes, the move speed. It really changes where I want to fight. Right, like how I want my comp to be interacting, or where, where I want to be go. going, where your words need to go, where you want to be fighting comps for some comps, and also just like where I feel like I can walk as a jungler because all of a sudden, if there's an infernal trick, there are way less walls in the jungle. So if I'm going to steal the enemy blue buff, all of a sudden there's not like a block in vision where the walls were. Like they can just see me. It makes invades riskier. Whereas mountain, it makes invades way safer. I put a ward down, I hide behind an alcove, I can pop somebody if I'm on Echo or Elise or somebody. Uh, and though like the map changes change how I play way more. I feel like I need to be quadrupling my warding on ocean maps because every goddamn bush that blocks vision totally. I'm just like, well this is like <laughs> I feel like ocean map actually makes it easier to ward because you don't have to you don't have to make decisions about whether you put this war, bu this ward in a bush or not. Like no, but there are so many more bushes that I feel like every time I'm walking through the jungle, I need to be warding every bush because okay, like yeah, someone's yeah. just going to be waiting there, or there's somebody in the two new fucking bushes at Drake. So I feel like I need two wards on Drake, one in the back of the pit, one in the river. Right? Like it feels to me like I need way more vision. Um, Whereas in Infernal, I just, like, plop it in the center of the buff pit, and I call it a day. I, I feel like it actually makes people have to ward in the places that they should have been warding already. Yeah, probably. Um, like, like there's the intersection behind blue buff and the mm -hmm. intersection in front of blue buff, where, mm -hmm. they, where you have to put wards in, and, like, just put them there now. It's really easy. Infernal yeah. makes it a lot easier to... Well, Get away I, with, like, easy-ass warding. Buff steals and kind of lazy warding, but at the same time, I, I'm still trying to figure out where exactly the good ward spots are on Infernal map because it's like, sure you can just put it in the buff and kind of watch that area, but it's like it's hard to cover the whole thing. It's hard to cover the whole thing, but what I've noticed is like once the buff walls fall, people just run through there instead of like, like if instead of going yeah. from like 
the behind wolves around blue to gromp they just go behind wolves through blue to gromp because it's faster right or like down and I mean, so like when this is i find up blue. it is well it's also a problem with blue but even in red it's like okay like are you walking to the blast cone well now you're just going to walk right through the straight line that they gave you at the red pit instead of all the way around it right so i've noticed that people just tend to move through their way more because you're basically cutting down on the avenues you're like it's way faster basically mm-hmm. um and i don't know but so i just i, I noticed that those work fine so, um so i like i like the speed boost on air drake's maps so but useless. i it's super useless but i like it i mean i like it's, it as a jungler because i'm like cool i can get from my krugs to my raptors a little faster and then i can gank mid right but like, compared to the other three it's just like hey you move faster and i'm just like but I can't go anywhere with this. It just I can just run around blue buff. Or red buff. That's it. That's all I got. Uh it's nice it's nice if you're behind. I've noticed it's easier for me to get to the Drake to steal it if I like just spawn and I'm running. It helps there, it's, but it's not like a large distance. It only helps once you get to the I'm not buff. saying it's a huge help. It's like a small help, and it does make you go from Krugs to Raptors faster, from bot to mid a little faster. It's just like, it feels like it's just a buff to junglers, and it feels like it's just a buff to gank-heavy junglers, so I can get from, like, one lane to the other a little quicker if I'm running, or, like, from my Krugs to mid a little bit quicker. It doesn't feel as impactful. I had a mock-up of what I thought Cloud Drake should do before, and I said it should give you these little, like, speedways around the Mm -hmm. map in a circle like all the way through basically where it would yeah it would would just be a a circle that you move faster in this area uh and it would path you through the back of your base ish area all the way around through uh i think i forget if it was tribrush like through the back through the bottom side of redbrush i wish i i wish i prepared my uh little diagram i made but it just seems like a better thing to make a little donut of wind so that you can rotate from objective to objective or tower to tower and it makes sieging more interesting. It makes defending sieges more interesting if you can have that zone controlled. It's just this just fe- feels like so much less like there's less interesting here, there's less difference. It does, it feels like a, I do agree with you it's the least impactful in the way I play the game, right? Like like yeah it doesn't change i'm even more cautious like even on ocean which doesn't feel that big compared to new or fewer walls right like mountain feels like more impactful because it actually affects the chokes and how i'm fighting it's it's, i feel so claustrophobic on mountain yeah and sometimes i feel like i can get off like better invades because i can hide somewhere i feel like i'm gonna get fucked if i'm walking the wrong way like you saw me get destroyed that one time by that assassin just standing (laughs) in the little crook i just got like popped and i had no idea he was there right whereas like on ocean like it doesn't feel like i'm like cut off it's just like i need to be a little more conscious with vision but even that feels like way more impactful than than the move speed itself i actually quite like the, the map changes though it does it, it, it at first i hated it but yeah i've gotten used to them a lot quicker than i really thought i would but... i didn't think it would take long to get used to i thought it would have more of an impact on viable comp right like i thought it would be way more uh... ocean ocean buffs rangar infernal nurse rangar 
Yeah, kind of, right? Like, I, but I did really think it would be like, well, you're going to want, like, a super good, like, choke fight for Mountain, right? Or, like, a really good, like, jungle fighting comp for Mountain. Because you're going to have all these extra walls. But then I was like, but it's so, it ended up being so variable. You can't count on it. That it's just, like, kind of stupid to pick a comp around a specific Drake. Because you're just... Yeah, you know. they're not going to broadcast the soul and champs, like, which, to be honest, I don't think they should do because I like being having something to adapt to in the game. But, it, like, if they don't do that, there's no way to plan around it. And if it's, like, it's an Earth Soul, everyone's gonna just kind of wait for the other team you if they pick a tanky tanks. comp. It's just, like, I don't... Oh, if they pick a tanky comp, it's, like, sick, I'll pick, like, Kaisa Vane, right? Like, it's, like, oh, I'll pick, like... All right, so we, uh, I don't think we really discussed this, but Elder Drake had a major change. Yeah, the execute is crazy. It used to just give you burn. But now it'll execute anyone below, I think, 20% health or 25% health. I'm not sure. It's like around 20%, 25 but it's insane. Like, I used to be like, yeah, we'll get Elder Drake because it's up and it's good. It better we have it. But now I'm like, no, we need to prio Elder Drake. Like, if because Elder Drake's you would... up, fuck Baron. I'm going to just kill you if you No, no, no. Baron I'm going for the elder. execute. <laughs> I'm going for the execute because, like, you can buff these waves, but then I'm going to execute you in like a quarter of a second especially if i'm playing an assassin or i have like a long massive range aoe comp dot comp. oh my god davidson's been playing a lot of zareth dude plant a zareth far away and then have elder drake and just are like boom execute boom execute boom execute boom like in the team fight you're just you're like long range mages are cleaning shit up because people are getting destroyed your assassins are going crazy your ad carries that are critting for like 1k at that point in the game are actually just half hping people Forgot, like loses is, his ultimate <laughs> no it's it's actually fucking crazy you know what i mean like it's it's totally it feels so strong and i am so much more inclined to fight over it than i am i'm like i would literally trade baron for elder every time if i get elder because it feels like every time i get elder we team fight we execute them because we have to do way less damage than they have to do, and then we win the game. Or we push super deep into their base because we can ace anyone. Right? Like, you just, bam, they're dead as fuck. It's crazy. Especially, by the way, if you have an Infernal, and you just AoE, boom, AoE, boom, AoE, boom, It'll AoE, chain. boom. It'll sometimes chain the AoE oh, across people. It's insane. I've seen, like, Ludens procs execute three people at once. Like, like they just pop i've seen ophelios it's... just kill three people by auto attack was that today <laughs> was that today no. when i did no i didn't auto attack i halted anyway Ugh. what a balanced champion we'll talk about he's that later. later he's later that, that holds later so yeah uh drake's lots of changes lots of more interesting changes drake's have become the the like de facto objective of the game now and to be honest that's not a great thing do you want to talk about harold now instead of uh instead of harold is still too easy to take um harold is a lot of what you still you think harold's too easy to take dude i get like i it's it's well okay listen i play at an mmr with not the best players that's fine um that's not that's not what we're trying well what i'm saying is what i'm trying to i'm trying to contextualize my comment okay which was that to me harold feels easy to take because basically i will no one gives a shit like i just walk over put down a pink word cool it's not worded then i take it because still for 30 seconds but like nobody ever checks it right like the amount of like if i play 10 games harold's getting contested maybe one 
out of 10 games I play is jungle. And I'm not even it like... it spawns twice, by the way. It spawns twice, and it's like, if you get the first one, all the map pressure you get off of it makes the getting the second one a much easier in my opinion. I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that the map pressure that's generated by, uh, by Harold, if you do not already have a lead, is very minimal. You can only take two plates off of a turret, so you have to get three plates off the turret in the first place, or be mm. able to take off three plates after that's you true. use it. It might just be the case that every time I jungle with you and we get Harold, we get two towers top because we're already winning, right? <laughs> like, I, like, we're already winning the, the fucking lane, or we were like, hey, let's go gank a lane and then use it. Well, yeah, but, you know, uh, that's fair. Um, I mean, it feels less powerful than Drake's, and I'm happy to give up a Harold for a Drake basically any time. Mm hmm. Um, which I don't like. Like, I want there to be a real choice. Yeah, I, right. I, like, I, want Harold to be I would like impactful. it to be like, I would like it to feel like I'm losing something. But now, even, especially if it's first Harold, right? Like, if I'm like, oh, we lost the first one, that's fine. We get the Drake and we'll get the next one. Like, whatever. It's still 50 50 whether or not the other team even uses it well. Even if they even get a turret with it. Oh, they almost never do. Like, <laughs> like, even in pro play, I'm watching people use Harold and it's just like, they're using it strictly for plates, basically. And that, that mm -hmm. the back when plates were a lot more valuable. I think there they used to be one sixty or something, another one twenty. Uh, mm -hmm. It used to be a pretty good investment, but now you only get a, like two hundred and forty gold for dropping Harold. It's not really worth it. Like, it's also, usually split between a jungler and a laner. Uh, no, they normally donated it if they could. In in pro play, but not in solo queue. In solo queue, I see more yeah. people drop it, and then like if I'm dropping it mid, I'll usually see the enemy mid or my mid be with the jungler who's dropping it, it in push. It should guarantee that it gives the gold to the person who dropped it when it slams because it makes it so you have to stand there to get the gold and that it feels like that's making it even weaker than it already is and it's already pretty weak. Yeah. I mean it does it's not even hard to donate though. I donated you the gold one in one of this one of the games today. I, the Echo I, game. I, I'm not I, I'm, it's very easy to donate. I just I just yeah. don't think it's necessary. I think you should be able to just give it to the person who drops it. Cause no, I disagree, because a lot of the times I pick it up as the jungler, but I want the laner to get the gold. It's only 60 gold you're giving over. No, if I go, like, far as fuck away, I'm not getting any. No, I know, I know, I know. But, like, you're only giving an extra, really, an extra 20, yeah, you're only giving an extra 120 gold. That's still, like, a pink ward, bro. Or, like, that's an item, and you don't have to stay the next wave that's and farm. That's barely a fairy charm. It's barely a fairy, listen, you're right, but, like, it's better than nothing. Trying to be a good um, I, guy jungler I feel to make up really for the weak. fact that I tax two and a half of your waves every time I walk top. I feel like they're really weak. Smite your cannons. What? And if you're, I feel like they're really weak, and if you're not already ahead, you can't really use them effectively. Even if you get two of them, you can only get one turret with just the herald damage. Love it when I'm ahead, though. Oh, when you're ahead, like you when can I'm really a, use it. If you're, if you're when I'm ahead, yeah, when I'm ahead, if I have the drakes and I get a gang off or I kill the jungler. If I kill top or mid, and I know the jungler's bot, or I can kill the jungler 1v1, I'm going to Herald every time, because then I just run back the gank, kill somebody, we drop it, we get... Like, today we dropped it in that Echo game, and we literally got two towers uncontested. We didn't die. We, we got the first tower, we got the second tower, we walked away. <laughs> like when we you're killed at, the dude and then dropped it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's why you run back the gank. And then you just kill them, right? So, like, when you're ahead, I, I, I actually try to focus it more when I'm ahead because I can get more out of it. Um, your stream... Oh, here it's back. Uh, never mind. It lagged for me, but that's just me. Um, I focus it way more when I'm ahead because I can be like, okay, we'll just gank mid and get two towers mid and now our mid laner can roam and we have all this pressure. Like, easy mode. But when I'm behind, I think you're right. 
it's like cool i spent 30 seconds to get like three plates maybe <laughs> maybe. Or getting a getting three camps in that time frame yeah i hate it when my top laners pick it up please stop it's not for you um i will take that if i want you're a mid laner now you don't count that's fair you also, I trust you to not use it like a fucking ant, like absolute fool. Oh my god, I love it when like a support will have it and they'll just walk mid and put it down, and I'm just like, why? Immediately, and I'm like, there are three people mid, dog. That's a waste. It's the worst anyway. thing when I walk up to drop it and the three people just come out like, oh wait, 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 hey, we're having a party. What up? And I'm just like, hey, hold up, hold just up, just not here. What the hell? What the hell was that? Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. I probably need some buffs, need some power put back in it. As, um, as an ex-top laner, I, I know full well how quite isolated I am because there's no objectives. Alright. You're, right, right. you're never isolated when you play with me because I'd rather gank for you even as a fucking top laner than any other fucking random. Well, let's try to knife these two out together. Alcos and Bushes, two of the general map changes they've had they've changed, they've added to the game. There's two Alcos in the top and bottom of the of the map now. They've had, they've changed the walls so you actually have a little thing you can go in and do some stuff with. And there are two new bushes on the map that are by blue buff, uh, right, like, in that little divot. Mm -hmm. If Drake's over here, there's the wall there, and then there's a little divot here on the if wall. If you go, like, up the, the ramp to blue side, yes. from, river to, from river to blue side, the wall that separates you from the gromp now has, right next to the blast cone, an additional bush. Yes. Ah. And that, honestly, is... A really interesting bush because love it it's such a good place to ward now it's a, yeah it's a great place to ward and it's a good place for a pink ward because nobody ever checks that bush ever no and it's really good for when you're losing a fight in river i honestly hate <laughs> that it grows with ocean drake because it makes it so people will walk through that bush yeah yeah uh. i love the changes um i like the fighting that can happen in alcoves i've actually noticed a good amount of like Fights when I do play bot lane, the jungler gags you retreat to the alcove and there's a much tighter fight that's easier to turn. Um, I like the shenanigans you can get up to hiding because there's like the alcove that's curved and then there's like a tiny place to stand behind the dot wall where they can't see you to get a hook off or some engage off. Um, and I do like that it, it just shakes up bot and top a little bit, gives you a new place to walk to fight. A new place to think about. You can get a nasty TP flank off there if people aren't properly paying attention to it. Uh, and the blue side bushes, I just think are really nice. Um, I just like having extra bushes, really. I, I sit in them a lot. I sit in them a lot and get a lot of free fucking kills as a jungler. Because, like, you're playing Echo, you're playing Lee Sin, you're playing, like, uh, like uh, Elise or some assassin, like uh, Elise or Echo, uh, or Kane. Someone walks up you have somewhere to be standing really close to them and you just fucking eviscerate them. <laughs> like, so, it's super fun. I, I haven't seen a lot of, like, I don't want to say, per, uh, like, actual good uses of the alcoves, per se. Like, I haven't seen lots and lots of interesting ganks people can pull off through them. I've seen a couple. I've done a couple myself, but, it, like, there's a point at which it's, like, I could have done this with the other bushes. Like, it's not any different. I just went to the back of this instead. Like, I, I pulled off one really good gank where I was on Rek'Sai, and I went all the way back into the little, like, divot alcove, and I sat there for, like, 10 seconds, and someone walked into the bush, and I'm like, well, I walked backwards so my E would land underneath, or, yeah, my E would land underneath him. Did that, and I killed him. Just, like, why would you walk there? Ever. The, like, the wave was pushed up past the other other bush, and they just walked in there, and I'm just like... 
Guess, guess this worked. Guess nobody warded here, ever. So, it just seems... Like... I don't know, like, un unta unproven is the only word I can think of, but, like, no one's shown me that they can be used effectively yet. I've, like, I want to see more. I want to see what the pros are going to do with this. I want to see what interesting ganks they come up with, some interesting wards they put down. Is putting a pink ward in the back of that divot going to become a normal thing for everyone to do all the time? Like, that's my first thought when I saw that. I'm like, oh, you can just put a pink ward back here and have all the vision. But but is that useful? Because you can, see, you can see if they're teleporting there if you're close enough. If you couldn't mm -hmm. see teleport, that would be great. You do that every time. You just teleport it and you gank them. That would be a brilliant gank. But can't, so that's weird. Now, for the bushes, top lanes had that three-bush system I, forever. So I haven't really noticed the bushes change anything. The most effective thing I've really seen it used for bot lane is like, okay, maybe we're overextended. The jungler is coming in behind us, and I can't run that way. Now it's a new avenue to kite a little bit further. Yeah. Right? Like, And that has been really helpful. I've been able to do a lot more damage when I'm on marksman or prolong fights a little bit i have more places to run instead of just hitting a wall or running into the jungler you have a place you can duck into flash back over into the bush if they overcommit. Uh, and it has been honestly like that's where it's felt most impactful is in ganks um having to having an extra place to kite back to or, or to deal with i have my notes that like most people are using it to get extra time, like our extra distance from people more than anything else. Like it's just more land, not more free real estate. Mm -hmm. So it free, but that real estate is not useless, right? Is what I'm trying. Yeah, to yeah, say. it's not. It's not useless. I just I want to see a lot of its its strengths come to fruition. I understand. Okay, roll changes, right? Roll, roll, roll changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in preseason, they made a lot of changes to. I don't want to say a lot. They made a few. They made some changes to lane XP and jungle XP. Now I don't, I don't know how much you've noticed these changes, but for me, the jungle and bot lane changes have actually been quite impactful in like the levels specifically, which is yeah. I when I get ahead on jungle, it's over. <laughs> like, it's insane. We were playing that game today where I was on Olaf, and like the enemy Trindemir jungle was just not very good, but like there was a point where I was just like four levels up on him and there was no shot he could get back in the game because he just like i could just get it like i i got a level lead and you're able to snowball it so aggressively by just walking into their jungle taking their camps because if you get the jungle xp lead you can translate that into fights with the enemy jungler invades much easier and it just snowballs in an absolutely crazy way it's so wild. They removed ketchup XP, which is the like the big factor for. Like, That's what I'm mind. saying. Like it's 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 super insane. Like if you get a lead and you know, even a little how to counter jungle, like you can just end the enemy jungler's game. So, but you ha you do have to really press your lead. You can't just let it let it slide and be at the same level because they increased jungle camp uh, spawns and they didn't decrease their XP by too much. I think. Mm -hmm. So. It makes it so if you hyper farm, you can get back into the game, but it's also not as advantageous to hyper farm versus gank and farm. Like, I think the best ch champions right now are champions who have a good balance between gank power and farm mm -hmm. power. That's why champions like Jarvan and Zach to me seem pretty strong. Uh, Echo. Olaf is very strong. Echo is very strong. 
Uh, yeah, all these champions have insane clear speeds or really good clears, especially early, and have really good ganks and damage in the mid to late game uh, or tank in the mid to late game. And like those junglers, it feels like it's really hard to lose your lead on. Like you have to really fuck up. Early four right. clear seems to be a pretty. It's uh, so easy. It's a, it's not that it's easy. It's a growing like it's the growing meta. Like well, you get so much right. Like if you full clear, you're basically like almost four but I, four. I, I'm not just talking about full clearing. I'm talking about full clearing sub three thirty sub three fifteen. That's what I mean. Right. So that's what I've been doing. Like you go red, Krugs, Raptors, Wolves, Blue, Gromp, and then gank, and you're like level four, and you have like a level lead on a lane. Yeah, basically. then you can you can gank or you can do scuttle depending on. Or you can do scuttle if you're low, and you do scuttle, and then you're like four and a half. You walk top or mid, you have a fucking level lead on the mid solo laner, and you clap them. All right, it's it's or you go into the enemy jungle, and if the enemy jungle didn't do the same full clear, you have like a one level lead on them, and you clap them. Right. So, so it's super good. <laughs> It seems like jungle is getting decided early, and focusing Drake on Drake also helps because being a higher level makes taking Drake easier. So literally, I, so most most we do mo I do most of like our games together is I full clear gank topper mid recall rush the Drake. I'm level four. I take the Drake mm -hmm. with two smites. It's mine. One re one clear one recall. You can just take the Drake on spawn. And like that's insane. <laughs> like, I think most junglers can do Drake at level three with two, with uh, two pots and two smites, easy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Level four guaranteed. Yeah. What level four? Like it's not even a challenge. So it, the Drake priority is insane. Like junglers have a lot of like there's a really high bar of skill that you need to do jungle right right now, and you can't really be lazy about it. You can't just get to level three then gank like you used to. Like now, you need to be able to hit level four before you. First, unless before you're you on like a play. crazy gank heavy champion. Yeah, unless you're they're, playing. They're... I don't even Rek'Sai's a heavy farmer too. Rek'Sai, I I find that on a lease I like to get a gank in early yeah, at three. Yeah, at least would be a gank. On, on a lease, I would like to. I would be less likely to full clear and more likely to like buff camp camp buff gank. I would rather um, full clear one side gank full clear the other side. Yeah. You know, it that, depends upon what the game. lanes are. That's not strategy. Yeah. It depend well, it depends upon like what the lane positions are. Like sometimes your bot lane's just shoving and so it doesn't make sense to like full clear bot side and like um If you're gonna get like, bot, you should do two camps, not three. Yeah. Uh like red Krug's gank, but like I don't know, it, it depends. But like there are some champions I'm a little more likely to do. Or uh, or even if I'm not more likely, I'll just be more willing to. Like even though Zach's full clear is super easy. If I'm, like, not quite finished full clearing, but I see, like, an easy E, I'll just take it, right? Like, because it's so easy to go in and come back out. Um, I tend to want to gank a little more on, like, Yi or Kha'Zix. If I'm picking, like, that, just because, like, Kha'Zix, oh, I just Ka want to get kills all day. Kha'Zix, I would... Mostly be trying to objective control. At least for me, that's how I play Kha'Zix. I mm -hmm. try to. I don't try to gank. I don't play much. a lot of Kha'Zix. Kane, Kane, I tend to gank early. I played a lot of him Only last be... year because he, I had the championship yeah. skin. Oh, it's true. I tend to gank early a lot on Kane just because I want to start snowballing red or blue form, whichever one I want to get. So, like, the sooner I can get to those orbs, yeah. the better. Kane has, but has his full no his full clear. It's not even a problem because if you choose to full clear, you're still just fine. Right, like yeah, the first full, like it'll it'll delay your fine. your first full clear is fine, but then after that, I'm tending to gank more 
then focus on farm. Uh, just because unless the enemy jungler is melee or range, depending upon what I want to transform it to, if they're melee and I want to be red, then I'll live in their jungle, farm their jungle, and fight them if they're ranged, which is really rare. You know, fight him there. But right. Do you know if Elise changes orbs based on her form? Yes. Oh, nifty. I'm pretty sure all form changes do that. Alright, um... So, what have you noticed about the lane XP changes? Because... I, I touched on a little bit where the bot lane seems to be lower level than they were before now. Like, it's a lot more common to see three-level disparities on a single team, whereas, like, yes. in the past, it was like, if there was a one- or two-level disparity, somebody was pretty behind in their lane or something, or somebody got really far ahead. It would feel like early to mid, one to two levels for bot lane was normal, because just because of the shared XP. Unless your support was roaming a lot, then your AD would catch up, your marksman would catch up, uh, but your bot laner, I guess, technical term, but... <laughs> just because we can i don't know whatever um i i do notice it i notice that a lot of times and one of the reasons i stopped playing marksman is or bot lane so much was like it would be like i was doing going even or slightly winning my lane and then the enemy jungler was three levels up on me and could two shot me right like it was ins it's I've insane i've noticing the jungle's actually below bot lane even if they're doing if, if everything's even the jungler feels like they're either even I'm, or below when bot. I'm saying even, I'm not talking about team even. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about like bot lane even. So like if I'm level four and the enemy ADC is level four, like our junglers are like level six, right? And like that falls off in the mid game or like towards the end of laning phase. But early on, if you're if a jungler knows how to gank bot, they're usually going to be a level or two up pretty early, and it just fucks you, and you feel like really unimpactful, and then that death turns into like a two level disadvantage in your lane basically and you just die right like it's i find that i find that happens i do find myself down in levels more generally and then even if you want to replace like the down in levels to the jungler to the down levels like oh cool like the enemy mid laner all of a sudden has a three level lead on the bot lane and they're just going to walk bot and two shot you with r when you're level four or like if you're level six they're level at nine and they're just destroying you um, and it feels like now you don't just have to wait for items as a marksman to be impactful, but you also have to wait for like the levels to even out, which takes fucking forever. Um, which is unfortunate. But... I mean, as a soul laner, the XP differential is pretty good now. I feel like it's definitely helped Kale be a lot more relevant in the game and Cassidy too, as I've true. been playing a lot of Cassidy. Because they, oh, they, they, they have crazy 16s, both of them. And a Cassidy versus Kale game is quite the game. Dear Lord, mm -hmm. do you have do you have a timer that is going to make that game a show? Oh man, good or terrible, yeah. <laughs> Whoever hits sixteen first better start focusing the other one and killing them on repeat. Otherwise, they're gonna lose that game. Uh, yeah. So, it I I like the disparity between roles now. It feels like each each role has its own job that it's doing more uniquely. Whereas before, it felt like everyone was just kind of playing to scale the game. And now, there's a reason to put someone in a solo lane because you want them to gain levels faster. There's yeah. a reason to put someone in the bot lane because you want them to gain gold safely. And the only issue I have with it is that in just like most games, your marksmen feel so useless unless they get a huge early lead. Because like most solo queue games I see don't actually go to 40, right? So your marksman is... 
And like, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Like, yeah, Stormraiser is fucking overpowered, right? <laughs> like, there are some really busted it's ass just the crit slow, builds. Let's be honest. It is just the slow, um, but it's also like Stormraiser triple crit cloak, one hundred percent crit at level eight mm-hmm. is really nuts uh, on certain eighty carries. But the levels sometimes feel like they matter more, or at least help, because I do still see, if not see more, like the three level up mid laner enemy mid so like the 80 carry is level six the mid laners level enemy mid laners level nine even if the 80 carry is a kill lead they're just getting eviscerated right and so like it feels like in solo queue i actually if i went bot and i wasn't with doug i would actually just want to pick mages because i don't feel like i'm gonna do anything useful on 80 carries for like a super long time just play vigar bot over and over again Honestly, it's like literally if I go there and I'm not with Doug, I'm like sick. Let me play Syndra or Doug or Davidson, right? Like, let me just play Syndra and like I just ha- I just power farm under tower, right? That's why I play a lot of Caitlyn. It's like cool. Like I'm just gonna be behind everyone until I have three items and the levels even out. So I might as well just safe farm, which is to me why the AD carries that are strong right now feel strong, except Aphelios. It's a different, different animal. <laughs> talking, I'm talking here about like um, Senna super fucking safe well first of all according to some websites lawalytics that out of the top fucking five bot laners three of them aren't even marksmen right it's it's mf senna cassio karthus yasuo right Karthus on there he's actually very good bot i mean he's got a really low pick rate like really low but like he's got a 0.05 percent pick rate but i don't know like i just I feel like I just want to be on something super, super safe and farm heavy because it's just like, otherwise I'm just going to die to ganks for mans. Especially with dragons being so strong, I do feel like junglers are really focusing bot a lot more. Like, old old drakes, I felt like sometimes we would get fucking partied on in the bot lane, but there were at least a few games where the jungler would be camping top or camping mid, and now it just feels like there's no reason to go anywhere but mid or bottom. Like, at all. Like, why would I ever gank top? I'm camping mid and I'm camping bot because that's where the drakes are. <laughs> like, that's where all the good things are. I don't know. I'm rambling too much and not letting you talk. All right. Let's go on to the items. Uh, first up, we got lethality. Okay, Stormraiser's broken. No, um, talking about lethality oh, okay. items. AD assassins blow ass. Now don't play them. Are Anthony's notes. Why are you notes? my notes? Because it was funny. <laughs> I just remember. I'm not in the Google Doc. Am I in the Google Doc? No, I just remembered it because it was funny. Uh, honestly, assassins. Really I also feel don't like they want suck assassins now. back, except Kane. What? Assassins feel like they suck now. AD assassins feel like they suck now. Like AP assassins are still really good. Echo. Yeah. The only AD assassin that feels good to me at all is Rengar, and that's just because Rengar can kill and kill one champion for free. Are you talking about laners? No, well, no. I think it, I, I think Assassin Chain is really good. Uh, yeah, but he's... Well, I mean, like, okay, like, every single Assassin, if they pick four, two tanks, two bruisers, you're not gonna be having a good time on an Assassin, right? But, like, if they pick three squishies, AD Keen feels insane. Um, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of games where, like, my Kane damage is just, feels like exactly like my Echo damage. Where, like, I'm in a bush, two buttons later, um, like, a U moves instead of a proto belt. So, like, three buttons later, I've 100 to 0 somebody, and they haven't even touched me. They couldn't react. So, like, Kane, if you can get the lead, feels nuts. Rengar feels really good because he's 
Ringo's real good at turning off squishy champions. Ringo's also really good at being able to jump outside of a bush when he like oh walk my, out of the oh. bush for like three minutes and just hold oh, on to the lead. Oh I, dude, I hate it so much and I abuse it every time I pick Rengar. Um, so, so they added or they split up. Was it uh, they called Nightblade or whatever? Duskblade. Duskblade. They split up Duskblade into two different items, basically. Umbral Glaive and Duskblade. So, uh, Umbral Glaive's the one with the the wording. The, the wording. The word and Duskblade is and, the other part. But it has the on hit, and they up the damage on Duskblade. So Duskblade is like the definitive assassin starting. Yo, item, it does basically. a lot of damage. It's a lot <laughs> like, of damage. But all the other assassin it's items. It's one of the do reasons nothing. Sen is insane. Uh, you talking about Umbral Glaive? No, I'm talking about AD Senna. Duskblade? I don't know. I don't think I don't feel like a, a lethality Senna is all that amazing without a, without tier. No, you go tier and then Duskblade, but you do a lot of damage. You also, well, on that build, you take Dark Harvest, and your ult gives you like insane Dark Harvest procs. Um, anyway, it's a whole thing. But I don't know. I do think Kane feels really good, although Kane is really feast or famine. Like my, if I don't get ahead on Kane, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a long one, fellas. Like, strap in. 18 minute um, transformation. Let's go. But not even that. Like, even if I'm like on pace for the transformation, but I'm just not getting kills or gold at a level that's okay. I'm like, uh, if I went blue Kane, I'm like, we're gonna be here for a while, boys. <laughs> like, it's rough. But um, Rengar is stupid, and Diana's an assassin, right? She's broken. Yeah, but she's AP. She's broken. Echo's broken. Yeah, I'm talking about AP assassins still seem good. LeBlanc doesn't seem that good. She's, she seems good if you're good at her. Otherwise, she seems really eh. Yeah, but that's like like numbers why she's not as good as like Diana. Like Echo can go like two rolls and pop off in either one. You can go top lane too if you really want. That's true. Three rolls. Elise is pretty strong in the jungle right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. But she's less of an assassin now. She doesn't. Look, she she is. has good burst, but like. If you if you have any sort of tank, she really can't kill you that much. That's any assassin, though. Yeah, but it's a lot less for a lot. I mean, of except them. like Echo and Diana, because they're like way over tuned. They but do, like, well, Echo does does percent of your health. Yeah, and also Echo like has like a thirty percent fucking damage amp, <laughs> like, or like when you're below thirty, he deals extra damage for no reason, and you just get pops. But like, so what changes do you think we should bring to lethality item? Should we? Be buffing Dude, the lethality a little bit. Like that—that that seems like the only. No, because I don't want to see more AD the AD doesn't seem to help. Adding more AD won't help, but I don't think lethality items are weak because of like armor, right? Um, what do you, what do you, what do you mean not weak because of armor? Or like I well what what is lethality? It just gets rid of defensive stats. It's right? it's a basically flat armor pen like it used. To yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't feel like lethality is weak because it's not enough pen. It just feels like lethality. I don't know what makes it feel weak. Um, I, I, I don't. Well, to be in my okay, damage. listen. It doesn't get through targets as often. Here's what I'll say, and why I think I'm struggling to answer this question. I don't play more than one AD assassin, and I don't play against many because they're so weak. <laughs> right? Like I just don't see. I used to see Talon all the time in solo queue. It has been forever since I've seen a Talon because he feels really weak. I don't see a lot of the champions I used to see that were AD assassins, so like I just kind of don't know how to answer it, you know? Um, maybe adding lethality would help. I have no idea. Because they, they took off a good bit of lethality on some of the items. Get rid of the fucking uh And they took off a lot of the move one. speed on the lethality, which is also a kind of a big hit to assassins, because if That's you can't true. roam to catch people as often, it becomes a lot harder to do your job. That's literally why Blue Cane feels insane still, is because I literally got from like 
my blue buff, so like if I'm bot side of the map, from like my Gromper blue buff to like a bot lane fight in like under five seconds. Like you have Cloud, you have Yumu's, Moby's, Wall Walk. Like you, because I'm, if I'm blue can, I max my Wall Walk second. And you just shoot across the map. And it's like, oh, right, like this is a 3v3, a 4v4. Oh, all of a sudden there's an assassin on top of our AD carry. Where did that come from? Right? That feels why, like, Kane is good. That's also why Rengar feels good, because the alt with bush jumps, which are broken, um, you feel like you, you're, you, move, you use your you moves, you can get anywhere really quickly. Um, Zed doesn't feel like that, right? But yeah, I played a game of Zed where I was I was even doing pretty good being able to kill mm -hmm. most people in the game, and I'm still, I, it's like a one in five cast that I'm trying to fight, and I still have to struggle to chase her down. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's like just you like, can still kill the AD carry if you roam bot, but like you're not killing top lane, right? Like you're not killing your enemy mid the the jungler or anything. So I'm I'm not really sure, but right, move right. speed makes sense. So lethality items probably need a little bit of a buff if you want AD assassins to be good, but we don't want AD assassins. To be no, good. I don't, don't want, want it. No. <laughs> All right, let's talk, let's talk about support items. More free stuff, baby. Give everything to supports for no gold. Have <laughs> let let supports play, pay four hundred and fifty gold at the start of the game for a full build. The only reason just all I'm, six, all only... five, four items, max boots, fucking already fully charged, four stack fucking warding item, and two pink wards for four hundred and fifty gold supports only. That's a deal. That's a deal. The only reason I'm okay with this change is because it makes it so that I don't have to yell at my supports to upgrade their damn item. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I actually think that's an incredible addition, and it also I like it because not only do you not have to yell at them to upgrade the item, as a support, you get a little more agency early game because it's not like I have to buy this and then I have to buy a ruby crystal and combine them and I have to like rush into this. It's like just I have to do... I go into an item, I go into, like, I first back Mobies, right? I first back, like, an ability to roam mid more effectively. I first back a defensive item if I'm fighting a lot in bot lane. Uh, and then I feel is the support way, way more impactful uh, instead of having to spend $800 or $800 plus gold on a little bit of HP uh, and the ability to ward. Um, you do have to manage your quest. And I noticed that some, some supports are not the best at it. Um, certain items are still seem easier on average to charge uh, than others or to, or to rush through. But if you can get into, like if you're on uh, Targons or the Pauldrons one, you can get into a rhythm with melee cannon melee and you can get through it in like eight, nine minutes. But it, you got to be like very it focused. It is a lot more important for the... Uh, for the shields, are they just both shields? I don't remember. I don't know what the other one's called. I think one is called like pauldrons when it's upgraded, but I think that's the the tank one. I don't remember. But the ones where you have to that's execute That's the minions, uh, AD. Well, I don't remember. The ones where you execute minions are very very dated. If you do not do the quest, you will not get wards for 12 minutes plus. Like Yeah, and that's bad. It's a problem. Like you really need to get on your item really fast. And I feel like they did that because they may also made it uh viable for ranged champions but yeah which was a great buff to thresh it was steel shoulder guards is the other one so so that 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 means the the balance between these two items is quite different it is a paltry a, a challenge to do the other to do the spell thief one 
like or the spectral one you get the it on your roams easily i i meant, yeah, no, no, I meant no, it in general also, as like the yeah but you also like spectral sickle is not it's a it's just like the ad version of spell thieves yeah. so like um if you're playing a champion that can poke you get it in like like eight minutes like look at look, uh, look at senna senna stacks that thing's like nobody's business you just yeah, keep going and if you are on a execute one and you're not completely on top of your game, if you're not in the melee cannon, melee range, if your AD carry takes a couple too many CS, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 13 minutes, if you're roaming a lot because you need to be, because you're like Thrash or Pike, jacks up the time, right? It goes way mm-hmm. up. If you're Leona and you if you're Leona and you want to be mid or with your jungler. You're losing, you're leaving money on the table, and you're leaving vision on the table, which is really dangerous. Uh, but I don't know if they do, like you said, feel this. They feel kind of old, right? Like they feel it's like if I can take spell thieves or spectral, like just do that. But on the champions who take steel shoulder guards or relic shield, it's like there's no way on earth I would take spectral sickle or. Um, uh, uh, whatever the fuck, what is it called? Spell I just totally thieves. Spell thieves. They kept spell thieves. I've just, I know, and I just said it and forgot it. But I would not take spectral sickle or spell thieves on Leona ever in a hundred million years. I wouldn't do it because um, it's just bad on the champion. It feels like. So then it's like, well, why am I playing like a tank support? But tank supports are good for other reasons. So I don't know. But so they added regen back onto both of these sets onto the minion execute ones they added health regen and onto the mm-hmm. uh, spell activated ones they added mana regen I, uh, I don't think this change was needed a lot of people thought that these items were underpowered uh, the only change i think i would make is i would make it so that you can get the uh the minion kill ones faster because they seem so much more gated now i get that it if you made it faster everyone would it, take them it's not that it's it's that if you made it too fast, it would be too easy to stack it, mm-hmm. and it would become a problem. And it would be a better option in general, but yeah. uh, it, like I, it just feels so out of balance between the two different classes. Well, the reason it feels out of balance to me is because it's like it's the the minion execute ones are like decision based. Other ones aren't, right? Like it is you do not decide how much gold you make as karma throwing a queue. You just hit them and get it. Whereas, like, you decide what minion you hit. Or the lane, this lane state decides what minions you're capable of executing, right? So, executing only casters, you're not getting that for a long time. You're not getting those wards for a long time. Which means you have to basically be only getting melees and cannons. But depending upon the lane state, if you're Pike against Lux Caitlyn, you're just not walking up, right? Because you walk up, Lux Bind, Caitlyn Trap, you're dead, right? Like, if you're Leona, maybe you're a little tankier, you can do that, but still really risky. So, like, that's where it feels different, right? Like, if they made it so, like, you just last hit a minion and, like, you just get a flat amount of gold, fine. But that doesn't really make sense. Like, then does that flat amount of gold go to your AD carry, or do they get the full gold? Because if it's less than the actual melee minion then you're just taking gold from your ad carry which is really bad right so like it's like what do you do because like that's why it feels so slow is because it's the only one where you could you can use it suboptimally the only way to suboptimally use spectral sickle or uh, spell thieves is to just like afk 
right? But like just the nature of lane fighting and poking will grant them to you, you know? I've had the idea that they should make it so the support items, like they, they, it takes more gold to get them done, but they also count assist gold. Hmm. Cucks Pike, because he doesn't get assists, he gets kills. I mean, you should be. It should be done right around when you hit six. Just saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, support items. They need. They need a little uh, evening out. All right. Uh, so let's talk about AD items. They storm razor boys. Right, that so... slow is actually insane. Like this, what is the percent on the slow? It's like it's like eighty percent or something. It's it's obscene. It's like half second, eighty percent slow. Um. So what what they changed over preseason was they added that they added they I yeah I think they brought back crit cloak. They gave they that twenty five percent. Crit cloak was out of the game. Yeah. They they removed brawler's gloves, kicked it over to TFT. Now they hey, RIP RIP to the brawler's gloves. Gone but not forgotten. Um. And it gets it gets you to have. Crit cloak in all of your uh your zeal items. So you have to buy crit cloak to upgrade it into zeal, or you buy crit cloak to upgrade it into. <laughs> okay, so the storm racer ice. slows by seventy five percent for 0.5 seconds. It's tilting. I don't. It's tilting. A seventy five percent slow. That yeah. item is not that expensive, dude. It's thirty two hundred gold total. And, and BF. If you're not like Jinx, you build it first item. It it's dude i built it first on jinx i mean i don't but i would right like it's not it's not a so bad like, option do? but no it's not and then of course the legendary build storm razor storm razor crit cloak crit cloak crit cloak i'm level nine and i can't not crit i'm level seven with the fucking four or five kills, a decent amount of farm, and every single one of my attacks is critting you for like an extra hundred damage. I don't know why this item gives twenty five percent crit. Not it's a lot. That extra five percent should be coming from the completed item. It's it, because it, you're not. It's a, you don't lose anything. All you do is new, nerf that build, and it's dead. You gotta build a. You nerf item. that build, and then you force people to like. So like because rapid fire cannon, like all the zeal items. The zeal gives 25% crit, the cloak gives 25%. So you're not getting anything. So make the 25%, like give it 20 or like give it 15, make zeal give it 20, and make the completed item give it 25. That way, there's like a clear progression from either 15 to 25 or 20 to 25 if you want to only have two steps. And that way, you don't have 100% crit without actually having to spend the reasonable amount of money. It, sh- it shouldn't spend- be possible to fill your inventory with that much crit. It's well, you. I mean, late game, you should be able to. Right, right, right. Like, I'm, no, I mean, like, like. You mean like early game, like the fact that item. it's like the fact that it's like 14 minutes and I've got a hundred percent critical chance, yeah. and I'm like, I'm Caitlyn. My headshot crits the enemy mid laner for half their HP. Alt, you're dead, right? Like before these changes, uh, and before that, like when the crit cloak was in the game, before they took it out and then re-added it, I had like, I forget some like I think it was like Saber or somebody, some AD carry like like high ranked AD carry like released like a sort of weird Caitlyn build that got you a hundred percent quickly and it was super good because you could abuse it but like she was the only one you could really do it on because she was the only one who would get both um zeal items but now if I'm an AD carry that benefits from crit 
why the fuck am I not building both zeal items or both um kerchief shard or all these kerchief shard items or a phantom dancer in there? Like why am I not getting a hundred percent crit just to like do dumbass damage? Why if I'm a Felios, why am I not getting like seventy-five to hundred percent crit? So my flamethrower is super wide. So my fucking shurikens Wait, that's do a what quarter that does? of I didn't HP. realize it made his flamethrower wider. Yeah, when you crit oh, on the flamethrower, right, it increases right, the width. Right, right, right. Um, only on crit. Yeah. But when you have a hundred percent crit, it's insane. Like when you, when you have a hundred percent crit on a Felius and you're on your flamethrower, you clear a wave in like three autos. <laughs> like imagine the you like scepter queue with a hundred percent crit. It does double damage now. Like what? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? You you if you flamethrower alt the enemy team and it bounces and then you auto with your flamethrower, it does insane damage because it's just like you have like an. <laughs> You're just hitting everyone all the time. It's super bro uh, broken. Um, I I think the simple fix is uh, what, what, do you know what the crit cloak costs right now? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. All right, knock it down a hundred gold, and then make it twenty. That's it. That's all. That's all you do. Now you have to build how many of them? Like five of them, and you have to take up five inventory slots to do that. You can't even build another item like that. No, so the reason that would be good though is because it would it's uh, instead of just rushing cloaks to vigility, you'd have to finish the zeal at yes. least, uh, or like yeah. So I agree with that. Um, and now we're in zeal stacking, and we're just playing Ramus and Dominion. <laughs> yeah, but even if you like, I mean, that's why I was thinking like, don't even give the twenty five percent to the zeal; give the twenty five percent to the whole item, because then you're just like making it a little more expensive to just stack 25%, but still, like, doable, still benefits. Um, Wait, I, so I, just I, ma make it 25% on the completed zeal items, 20% below it, because otherwise we just have AD carries at, like, 14, 12 to 14 minutes, maybe sooner if they get ahead, just eviscerating mages, eviscerating poke supports, just popping people, dude. Plus, not only am I get critting you 100% of the time, I'm slowing you for 75%. Well, yeah, with Stormraiser. Right? With Stormraiser. So I get two autos guaranteed. It's really easy to energize it. Because you're you. I slow you, I, I walk, I auto, I walk, I auto, I walk, I auto. Everyone, like, it's going to be procced a couple times in a fight, right? Like, you're getting slowed and crit every single, auto. like, you're not getting slowed every auto. You're getting slowed a lot, and you're getting crit every auto. That's crazy. It, it's so much damage. I saw the change. I, to, honestly, I saw the change to crit cloak and I'm just like, I can just build four of those and have double damage now. Mm -hmm. That's going to be like a normal thing. And I, I I'm no shocked. It hasn't made that. graves jungle better. I'm not because you can't build like that on junglers. I know, but like, dude, crit graves is crazy in duels. Right, right, but, but the problem is, is you need your jungle item. You need pink wards, you need boots. That's three there slots. are a few there are a few junglers where like you don't actually have to upgrade your item, but I know what you mean. Right, right, but you still need the smite you still need the smite slot. Yeah, I know. You're right, you're right. Like it's like it's impossible yeah, no. to do it. That's true. You 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 can build crit on him. <sighs> do people do good, it on GP? Yeah, no. I don't know. I haven't seen no one plays gangplank. Been trying for months to play Rise into Gangplank over and over and over no again. Plays him. No one plays Gangplank. I feel like 100% GP early would be fucking crazy, and your Q proccing Stormraiser is stupid. I don't know how the interaction works. 
I haven't looked at gangplank since we'll those We'll practice changes. tool after this. Hang on. Let me just look at gangplank's builds right now. I don't think it's that crazy. No, I just mean like the slow beat was, would be good because you can just run them down and auto them, right? Uh, no, it's nowhere on here. Damn. It's all Trinity Force still because you get more... Trinity Force gives you 100% of your base AD as damage, straight up. Which is which is the exact same thing as having 100% crit. Mm -hmm. So, if you build this and then 100% crit, you're pretty good. Now, I do think that is probably the build. You build uh, Trinity Force into Essence Reaver, into, into IE, into uh, PD or IE again. Mm -hmm. But... I haven't played GP in a while, and I'm I'm just it's hard to find builds for GP because GP has he's got a lot of those weird weird uh breakpoints. It's true. All right. Um. You know who I'm so? Well, never mind. Okay. We'll move on to champions. Uh yeah. All right. Because right, right. I was about to talk about a champion, so. <laughs> so we got three new champions that have just come out. One of them came out today, and I was playing a bit earlier on stream. Uh. Set. Set. Yeah. Uh, we have two that are a marksman slash support and basically just a marksman, but he's still Senna and Aphelios, yeah. Uh, and then we have. I don't a, think he's that good mid. A pretty good, uh, um, pretty big champion change to Diana, with a change that everyone's been asking for for like five years, and they finally put it through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, still only a mid laner though. Doesn't look like she can jungle super well. Want to do these in order? In order we have them, or in order in they release order. Um, I don't know the release order. Was They're it Senna, Felios, Diana? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Senna, very fun. Their range is really tilting in bot lane. Um, there are a lot of times where, like... Counters it's just Heimer. like playing... What? Counters Heimer. For Caitlyn, though. As a support? But not as a support, no. Um, it is like playing against Caitlyn without Caitlyn being there. Um... Or if Caitlyn is there, it's like playing against two Caitlyns. Like, a champion with so much range early on a lot of other marksmen uh, and a lot of supports. It feels really oppressive. The range of her Q, the fact that she can Q through towers, <laughs> the fact that it's so easy for her because of her range and her Q range and the ease of which she can hit a Q to collect souls... Uh, her E feels is really fun. I haven't seen a lot of like plays like they showed in her release trailer, where like you have the whole enemy team sneaking up through river, and like there's a Malphite ult out of the mid. It just feels like okay, like I'm gonna make sure my ADK doesn't die, die to this gank, right? Which is still really good. I, I feel but, like, like that never happens without everyone reading it and like seeing it coming. Like you don't just five man gank one person and then be like, oh my god, I got Malphite ulted. Like no one, no, no one's right, that surprised. Yeah, Everyone's like, there's yeah, a bunch exactly. of people in that shroud. I'm about to get fucked. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen myself and some other junglers occasionally utilize it to, like, get closer for, like, Drake steal. So, like, you're not getting bombed out damage-wise when you're getting closer to it because they don't know where the jungler is. They only know where Senna is because she's always in the center of it. Um, and you can, like, ghost out of the side of it and still be untargetable so they can only hit you with skill shots. Yeah, and they also don't know who you are. So, like, they only see, like... You know, I mean, they know who you are if everyone else is on map, right? But like, they don't like see your model, right? Like, they can throw they something this weird at you. Grabby thing that's they can Syndra like QE you, but they can't like click you, 
right? So. You're untargetable. But she's she seems really good. Doug plays her to great effect. Um, I enjoy playing her both as a marksman and as a support. Her roams are really good because she's got a pretty long-range route that's pretty easy to hit. Her ultimate is insane from cross-map kills. It's better than it any is. other cross-map ult in the game, basically. Because it basically procs immediately. There's way less prediction it's, involved. It takes less than two seconds for it to cross the whole rift. Yeah, which is insane, whereas, like, your Jinx ult, you have to, like, at least, like, do some fucking trigonometry. You gotta tell the other guy where they yeah. are so they can see, see You gotta be, spot. like, ping in, like, lead him here, dipshit, but, like, send you just, just like, chuck it, you just send that shit and just hope it hits. I love doing that on Ash and shit, and then you see someone dies in the sidebar, and I'm just like, hang on, what? That happened? Someone died to Krugs. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> That's fun when you stun a low HP jungler and they die to a camp because you like cross map them. So it's like a 19 year stun. Oh, I've done that but, to people on like Baron or Drake or something when they were soloing it. Oh my God. Yeah. But Senna seems strong. I don't think busted. I, um, I think she's, she might still need some nerfs. She might but... be a little strong, but I don't mean... Like, she's not like... I don't look at Senna and go, Oh, that's... We unfair. might be a little like, that's... biased in the current meta at the moment for why why not she is not seeming that strong in the bot lane, just saying. Why? Because the other champion saying? down there is a failure, and by comparison, she's a wet noodle. <laughs> yeah, dude. The amount of shit I get away with on a Felios is so dumb. Uh... But... I mean, Senna seems really good, right? Like, she is, doesn't seem, she is really good. Plus, her ult, not not just being a cross-map execute, is also a cross-map shield. Oh, yeah, that's pretty um, good. I've, I've won it's some like, oh, my top shield. laner's 1v1-ing, here's a shield and some it's damage. Like, I don't, don't even need to hit anything. Just anywhere yeah. in the general area. It's like the whole, like a third and a, a third to two-thirds it top lane. It'll cover the entire, the entire lane, basically. The center part of it, yeah. yeah. It won't cover, like, the tower controlled area. It's still nuts. Um, Very fun champion to play. People who, like, think? chuck that thing as the team fight is, like, happening in front of them. It's I'm not just even that like, long of a cooldown. What's happening? Why are we firing this thing as, as there's two people standing in front of you f punching each other? Hang on. This seems dangerous. <laughs> it's like, it's like fucking Jin ult. Whenever he pops his ultimate and someone's right in front of him, you just sort of, like, guys, what, what, hang on. He's dead. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So Senna, uh, what's the? Senna, I gotta look up the cooldown. Senna, looks, Senna seems like a really good addition to the to the cast, if you will. Uh, I I like her. She fills an interesting niche. Yeah, she fills a really interesting niche where she's a flexible marksman and support. It's kind of like what uh, support MF was, but it's actually good. Well, support MF was good. No, that because was, it was a, it was a counterpick to uh, Zyra. That's what I, it was. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was good into Zyra, right? And, oh yeah, so like the ult on the cooldown is one sixty one forty one twenty, which is kind of long, but like for a cross map you know, mass like three hundred point shield at max rank, it's a uh, two hundred plus forty percent AP for the shield, and at max level that's max level max level damage is five hundred plus a hundred percent bonus AD plus fifty percent AP. Uh, by the way, a hundred percent bonus AD on a champion that tends to build lethality items is fucking wild, yeah. um, but whatever. I like Senna. She seems fun. Alright, uh, let's go to the, the less annoying... I'm sorry. She is fun. Um, All right, let's go to right, No, 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 Diana. We're going Diana first. Not ready yet. Not ready yet. Too bad. We're talking about Aphelios, because just like in the real game, you can't, it doesn't matter if you're ready, he's coming for you, you're gonna die. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Aphelios. I was worried when the Aphelios trailer came out. 
or like the like how to play him video. And I was worried when that video of the rioter being like, it's a big brain AD carry came out because as of many years as an AD carry, most AD carries have pretty small brains um, and actually don't think it's about, about anything. It's about this size. So that's too big. That's too big. <laughs> that's too, too, too big. I have a this, dime. This right? that's, no, I have a dime. I think that'll that, that, that'll work. That sounds about right. <laughs> maybe if you like cut it in half. Um, <laughs> but and that's Tyler one. I no, I'm not saying that. Tyler one is a person who plays League of Legends. Um, I will say. Ophelios is not actually as hard as I thought he was going to be. And I was worried when all those things came out because I thought it was going to be like an insanely high mechanical champion that every fucking solo queue player is going to grief on because they don't know what they're doing. I think right? his like numbers you... are hiding his complexity at the moment. Oh, yeah. Like, you actually, like, you do actually have to be kind of good at him and, like, managing his Qs uh, and his Ws, which W just shifts which weapon you're using, managing your ammo and stuff. You, like, there are some. Q combos that are way better than others. Your Vamp Scepter Q, if you have your secondary on um, Flamethrower, every single hit shoots out a full crit, like full crit, so like huge thing. So if you're in a team fight and you Vamp Scepter Q, you actually just chunk people. You Just wave kite the tank slowly and everyone behind yeah. him dies. You're like, uh, your combo in a Vamp Scepter, or no, sorry, in um Vamp Scepter, um, Root. Vamp Scepter no, your Vamp Scepter. That too. Vamp Scepter with the root, uh, flamethrower with the root, and turret with the root are all really good because you can apply your AOE root. You can basically get like a four man root, right? Like I've been in fights where like I'm where I'm kiting and I'm getting chased and I have my flamethrower and I Q. It applies the graviton beam to all of them. I swap to the graviton. I hit Q and I just root three people right that's wild as fuck um for one button getting a three person route that's not short right like i mean it is but it's like um you know first of all it slows 30 percent right the yeah your uh, auto innate your autos on the graviton uh, and then it roots for a second. So you can get like a multiple, your R with that is insane. Your R with the flamethrower is insane, even though they nerfed it. Um, sorry, I'm talking over a lot on this one. I've just, I think, played more of them. Yeah, you, you've, you've played a lot more of than I have. As a marksman, occasional marksman. But it's super good. There are definitely some alts that I would rather not use. Like, I never use, I almost never use the Chakram alt. I just don't. Because like why would why would I get three additional chakrams when I can do Infernum, which is an initial blast of fifty, one hundred, or one hundred and fifty plus twenty five bonus AD, and attack splash in a four hundred unit circle instead of a clone dealing seventy five percent of that damage. Enemies will take damage from overlapping areas, and up until very recently was a hundred percent instead of seventy five. It's ridiculous. That needs Gravit like twenty five. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ! So many you still to you still pop people. Gravitum alt enemies are slowed by ninety nine percent for with decaying for three and a half seconds. That's fucking insane. Um, it's, then you can root them. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine percent slow into an AOE root with like a five second cooldown. If that Calibrum, which is the sniper, is fine. I really only use it when I'm sniping one individual person. So, Severum, which is the lifesteal, is pretty good because you heal for 200, 300, 400 based on level. 
which is <laughs> stupid. So, it's like, oh, I hit R and I get 400 HP, right? A lot of the plays people are seeing are, like, with Crescendum and the Sniper Rifle, and then something else that's comboing with it, either this, normally the Scepter, Graviton, or, uh, what's it called? The Flamethrower. The Flamethrower, yeah. Infernus. So, Infernum. Like, it's happened, like, a lot of his strongest moments are actually, if he can put down one of his tur- some of his turrets with Crescendum, then swap to two other weapons and get a lot more different effects out of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I made a crazy play today when I was getting dove. Doug and I were getting dove bot. I put down two crescendum turrets, uh, that were shooting gravitum, and I just rooted like four. Like it's an AOE slow. It's a fucking Heimerdinger tower that slows and gives me the option and to a, root a you. Full auto attack of his damage. By yeah, the way. a full auto that I can then root you off of. It's so dumb. Um. So and... many things, so many things that are just so overpowered on him that need to be tuned down. I don't know why the turrets do a full auto with damage. I don't know why they. Fully oh, and like you can push really well. Effects. Like your split push is insane. Like his wave clear on half of his items is crazy. His turret damage with, with Chakram or or Baron mm-hmm. Take or Dragon Take, and then you also get insane. you also get um, Rune on second item, so you do insane clear. Uh, but what I'm talking about isn't even that. I'm like. Okay, like there are three people mid lane. The by lane's not here. I have the chakram. I'm gonna get two plates because I stand face first against the tower. Auto, 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 auto. Like you, like you don't even need attack speed because the only thing that I mean you do, but you don't. But like the really what matters is the distance the chakram is traveling. So you're just like fucking standing right there right next to the drake right next to the baron right next to the tower and you eviscerate it like i will regularly get two to three plates off of a chakra it's insane super good yes. oh uh so his his uh sniper rifle will trigger globally so yeah if you were to put down a turret for, with chakra with a sniper rifle and then run all like back your base and then someone walks over it after you've backed you can hit them yeah also the sniper proc uh triggers a pta stack yes so you can you can auto cue you can auto auto cue or auto cue auto i forget which i think q might i don't think auto it does cue, auto should full stack no because i don't think the q automatically apl- apl- applies it one. gives you a free auto you, oh then yeah you do a normal auto you fire the cube do the enhanced auto and then you can do another auto depending on your items though because they might fall out of range set third auto it, what really matters is like if they're at once if they have two sacks of pta you activate you queue you activate the queue and you're doing 60 85 110 135 160 plus 60 percent bonus ad plus 100 percent ap to the first enemy hit with a bonus damage from pta so many numbers um, so fine let's say okay whatever you're doing a, a lot of damage based on level plus 60 percent bonus ad plus 100 percent ap but you don't really get that uh and your pta is increasing the damage they're taking from the sources uh and it's fucking ridiculous um so his sniper will trigger globally and it will trigger runans globally mm-hmm. so it'll hit everything with runans <laughs> from global ri- why that, oh my yeah. god. So many things that need to be nerfed on this champion, and they took, what was it, 25% off of his 25% on, off on the Infernum Ultimate. That's it. That's all they did this patch. And they, 
they changed, I think, his health, I think. Yeah, they nerfed his health a little to make him a bit squishier, I think. But you know what? Doesn't matter, right? Like, but even if I die... you can't kill him. Yeah, but also, like, even if I die... Like, there were several times in the Aphelios game today where I was getting, like, chased, or the games out the other day, chased, like, 1v3, and I just turn, and I get a double kill, and I go two for one, right? Or I get a triple kill, right? Like, it's crazy. You do so much damage. All right, all right, all right. That's enough uh, complaining about Aphelios being broken. Let's go on to uh, Diana and Set. Great, I have not played the new Diana at all. Please tell me about it. Uh, Where's Tony? Hey, Tony, get in here. <laughs> so what they basically did with, with Diana is they changed her ultimate and her E and they swapped them. Now her ultimate has a, like, a moonfall thing that happens on top of it. Kind of like, I don't know, it's just a drop, an AoE drop that happens after her E. It pulls you in. If it hits nothing, it doesn't proc and it goes on cooldown. But her E is basically the same still. They nerfed the damage a good bit because of course they did. Uh, now it's on a it's the same ish cooldown as far as I remember. But it's now that she has access to it at level three, it means her fighting is much better. And she's not gated to six to be able to duel people really. Because before she was just a sitting duck until six. I think her jungle is very strong now, and her mid lane is pretty competitive and pretty good against immobile mages. But uh against some pretty mobile champions, not quite as much, but I, I, th I think she's still broken. She still has a lot of damage in her kit. She seems to do an insane amount of damage in Snowball very easily, is what I've noticed. It feels, playing against it, like I am kind of just screwed if she gets a lead. Uh, or if she gets a couple kills and a little bit of a farm lead, it feels like whether it's a support, a marksman, a jungler, like, oh, I just can't go near her because she's just going to, like, QE army and I'm going to be 100 to 0 and there's not really much of a counterplay there. So, uh, one of our friends plays a lot of Diana and he's... That would be tennis. He's basically been trying to figure out what to build on her since this happened. And he's still kind of trying to figure it out. I'm... They they got rid of the art and central thing, so I don't even have to talk about that. But <laughs> just mentioned what it was because it makes me laugh. Um, but she could just go pure AP burst, like what is it? Like you could probably go proto belt into rabbitons into void staff and just try to burst people out. You could go a more bruisery with Roa into uh, Morellonomicon. I honestly I think that's a little bit better of a build because it gives you a little more survivability. I don't know if her W has a health ratio in it, but I don't think it I does. I think it depends upon... You You might not need the survivability every time. I, it just... I, I like having survivability and having the, uh, the mana conversion and or the health to mana conversion in the catalyst is just very helpful on a lot of AP bruisers. It lets you fight for longer. But I don't know. She just does so much damage. Now yeah, her W, has, her w shield has a 10% bonus HP. Yeah, okay. So 30% HP, 10% AA HP for the shield, and then the damage per orb is just a AP. So having that would be... Having the extra health is definitely helpful for her. So... I think the bruiser item change being missing is pretty... Uh, is a pretty big problem for both her and Silas, where they, they kind of don't really know where they are right now. But going burst Diana with a snowballed lead, you're basically going to run through four people every team fight easily. If you can get two or three people in your ultimate and nuke them out, then the team fight's over. 
So I mm-hmm. think her Q cooldown is way too, oh, way too short. You can just E on you, tw- oh, so much damage. She gets attack speed bonus now on her passive whenever she uses an ability. So yes, she does. Crazy. She's, she's another champion with too many too many numbers that probably just need to be tuned down. Otherwise, I think her the way her kit is now, her ultimate feels like an ultimate and her E feels like an, like a basic ability. But... Just, just a few, just a little bit more off of it. I, I have, I think Galio plays pretty okay into her if I don't like let her get on me too long. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's really, I really don't have any good picks into her that aren't non-combat, staying away. I see. All right. Uh, so before we close out, we're gonna touch on set real quick. I uh, want to add a, a sleeper topic after. Oh, okay. Uh. So, set came out today as we record this. Uh, a I, little late as Anthony was mad to find out. Uh, <laughs> I can't lock in my set, bro. Uh, I played, I think, three What's games up, on him today. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do amazing on him because I had to play into Rangar one of the games. Oh, yeah, that's why. The second game I had to play into freaking Lee Sin top lane, and I'm just like... I definitely, I also actually did not touch your lanes at any point. Yeah, you avoided me a lot today. Listen. I didn't get ganked until Dion showed up, man. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I camp you. I got used to ganking mid. I didn't even really do that. I just inted. Anyway. <laughs> so, I feel like he's very good into tankier team comps. Like tanky tank comps and burger comps. because oh, he you played four games of set. Continue. Because he uh, does a lot of health damage to the other champion. So mm-hmm. having that would be good. Because especially on his ultimate, which is to ult somebody and do their bonus health as damage. Basically, I'm going to pick this man every time the other team has a Cho'Gath. Because then I can take or Cho'Gath and put him somewhere else. The Orn also seems good. So I've been I've I've liked the games I've played on him. Uh, I don't feel like he's particularly overpowered like anybody else uh no, but he doesn't seem it i wonder how much of it is like i don't know what to build on him at the moment that's the problem so yeah i was wondering what what level of that he doesn't seem broken is like you don't know what to build on him not you in particular but like Any, not sure what to build yeah um he seems like you'd be way better into tanks you seemed to perform better when their enemy team had like an orn I, yeah i did were... very good into the orn because i could just beat on him yeah. constantly um, so, like, he, he seems like he is much better in certain areas. You might have to learn how to build. Aphelios didn't seem broken to me the first day. It was only, like, day two. the first day. Not or the I know. first couple of days. I know. And, like, when I'm, like, he didn't feel broken until both there's the combination of the buffs and I learned what to build and I learned how to use Aphelios' items. Set isn't, like, a multi-item, like, weird champion like that. But it might just be, like, a, I need... You, you got to figure out the kinks in the... In so, the... I think we'll do a lot more uh, deeper discussion on set in, next week at the start. Next week. Um, you, we just need more practice. I, I need to on. understand more about him. But basically what I've been building is Titanic Hydra into either Steris Gauge or Dead Man's Plate, depending on what's happening. But that's as far as I've really gotten. Mm-hmm. Right, so, what's your sleeper topic? Uh, just like, are there any champions who you felt like after this last patch would be better, would be seen a little more in solo queue, you thought would be... A little stronger or just after like the general 
preseason changes, are there any champions you're like a little bit surprised aren't as good with the current items, metas, changes? Um, no, I, I don't. I want to see where Azir gets, mm-hmm. but I feel like Azir is such a like a high skill pick that you're never gonna. He's never gonna dominate. He's not a solo queue. Like, like a random game. Like he's gonna be. He's like a soul. Like you see him in solo queue when all that dude plays is a solar. It's not even that. It's that he he, he's a high school champion played by like really good players. And if you're not really good at at the game and at his ear, there's absolutely no reason to play his ear unless you're learning him. But that's really it. Like, oh, I guess Callista's been getting buff after buff for quite a while. Um, convenient time for me to swap positions, fellas. (laughs) He's he's leaving. The Nami you gotta understand the motivations, Anthony. The Nami this buff? isn't out of a love for a jungle, it's out of a dis- dis- <laughs> hatred of Kendrick. The Nami buff, I'm expecting to see something happen, but I don't I don't think that's gonna go under the radar too heavily. I think that'll become more relevant with uh, AP bot laners than it will with uh, AD bot laners. Yeah, that's Syndra buff. Sejuani, I'm a little shocked she didn't get a lot bigger of a bonus, but her late game win rate is pretty good. Looking at like the graph, but Shivana, that's what I'm kind of looking for. Like her coming up. Uh, everyone else, I'm kind of eh. You think about Vi? Vi changes nothing. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it, it's it's fucking worthless. How many people were actually stunning her out of that ult? A good amount. I mean, it was really bad, rough in the Vi guard. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. I was just curious. <sighs> There's only one thing left on the menu. On the menu it's to ask boys. you. It is to ask you if you want to take us on home. I think I will. I forgot to do this at the beginning of the podcast again, but I'll do it here anyways. Uh, the podcast is moving to its own dedicated channel. If you want to catch us there. Uh, it'll be linked down in the description. It's called Legendary Podcast. If you type in that full thing into the YouTube search, it, it pops up. Uh, yeah, catch the VODs there. Uh, we go live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's it. Have a nice day. Have a good night.